So when I'm in the evening. Ooh. Another one. We two for two, baby. Two for two. And in today's podcast, today's episode, we will be talking about the new release or kind of new release Mm -hmm. by Jordan Peele. We are going to be talking about Nope. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Nope is essentially the, what, third movie? Yeah, the third by movie Jordan by Jordan Peele. Came um out this summer. Direct his, um, yeah, he, he directed this film. Yeah. Um, so it's like his third installment of mm-hmm. the films he's directed. Mm-hmm. Um, so just before we sort of get into Jordan Peele and this movie, mm-hmm. we want to talk a little quickly about Black, Black Horror. Horror. And what exactly, you know, its history is, and just like a quick little rundown of like the common conventions that are typically used with these films, and how they interact with the black body, mm-hmm. and how they're subverted in Jordan Peele's films. So we get to that second part later, right? So before we work backwards, let's look at the contemporary movement of black horror. You know, we got Jordan Peele practically in the front lines, redefining what it means for African Americans to exist in that space and genre, and turning the conventions upside down. And so those conventions are possibly best described as something that is felt and observed. So this translates to the obvious erasure of the black body in predominantly white films. So what we had was like the stereotype in the early 2000s and the norm of the black character getting killed or harmed first mm-hmm. in a lot of old horror films for comedic effect. Mm-hmm. You know, so the white people can feel comfortable and haha and insert themselves as the main characters yep. instead. So we see those conventions being tested or poked at in horror comedies like Scary Movie or in the Wayans Brothers horror comedy productions like A Haunted House. And it's now with Jordan Peele's films that we really see those conventions being tested in a different way. You know, the black characters are the main characters and you are watching compelling storylines and compelling arcs being played out in these movies. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to mention too, because I saw this recently, how you know how Tim Burton said like, oh yeah, I don't really be doing all that POC bullshit in my movies. I don't mm. know, sorry. Uh, but people be coming at Jordan Peele for not putting in like, not making white people the protagonist of right. his movies. And it's like, nobody attacked Tim Burton, for real. Mm-hmm. People want to, like, make videos and stuff being like, here's why this is problematic when it comes to Jordan Peele without acknowledging the, the very stereotypes mm. that have persisted without issue at all um, yep. in horror. And it's just like, it takes, it didn't, like, it took somebody of the identity that was being, like, mm-hmm. basically used as disposable yep. to make something different. Like, nobody else thought to change that, LOL, and right. now we have a problem. So, yeah, so that's why I feel like his movies are, like, all the more important when yes. it comes to that. In the grand scheme of things. Horror. Yep, in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. in that topic of horror. Mm-hmm. But speaking of Tim Burton, actually, the trailer for Wednesday, oh my God, I'm so the Netflix show just came I'm out, excited. and I'm sorry, we're all geeked, because who is in front and center of that Jenna production? Ortega. Jenna Ortega. Jenna Ortega, you are so loved over here. She's you are so loved eating. by me. I love her in horror. She's just a horror girl. She's just yes. been, she's been... Scream X. Scream. She's now been, this. Yep, like... X such a she's movie. a scream queen. I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah, she's her always ridiculous. Like, yes. that is like that's like a typical like that is a horror scream girl. Like she is, she just always eats and everything she do. Mm-hmm. Jenna Ortega, you're so loved by me. You're so loved over here. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, she's also Latina, so yeah. it's really it's really cool and, to like, see. Definitely like mm, visibly Latina. Yes, if that makes sense. I think yeah. that matters. For yeah, sure. and like I think that you know Tim Burton, you know he's dipping his toe. Yeah, he's dipping his toe in the, <laughs> in the little diversity pool. I was a little surprised. I was like, or, like but it made so much like, sense. Like, like Jenna is how, Wednesday Adams. Like, how involved was Tim Burton? Like, <laughs> that's the first question I right. had. I was like, right, mm-hmm. right. Did he make that executive decision, yeah. or were they like, hey, besties? So yeah, people are talking a lot right. about what you said. <laughs> like, you see what I'm saying? Like, how did right. this come about? So, of course, it probably but, also factored into his decision overall. You know, to cast her, but. It also makes so much sense. Jenna Ortega as Wednesday Adams, like yes, yes, that is that is a oh, and she girl. was in uh, you. That's kind yep. of 
It's body horror mm-hmm. shit, the way that we act. It was also, she was also in the sequel to The Babysitters, which yeah. is, like, another yes. horror. Yes, Like, she's just, so she's just, yeah, she's, she's a horror here. girl. She knew, she she knows what she's doing, she and knew. that's, yeah, I will, su- I, we love you, Jenna. I will support you. Mm-hmm. We love you. Um, but, yeah, yeah just yeah, a, a little movie. Sidetrack. All right, so today, of course, we're going to be talking about Nope by Jordan Peele. Um, But first, we're going to get into black horror and a quick little rundown on the history of it. Then we are going to get into the synopsis of the film. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to go into a little bit more about the director, about Jordan Peele, and about his stamp in sort of horror and what he's been doing for the contemporary horror movement. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to talk about a level of engagement, which gets a little bit more into content and how people sort of perceived the film Mm -hmm. and how that sort of shaped um, the movie and its cultural stamp. Um, Then we're going to go a little bit into cinematography and finally we're going to talk about our opinions on the movie. So we got a full set for you today. Um, Mm -hmm. I think this is normally how our movie reviews are going to be run out. Like we're going to sort of outline it this way. So just want to give you a heads up on what's coming. Yeah, and... With that, let's get into Black Horror. Yeah. Okay, so before we get into everything, you know, big picture stuff real quick, um, because this movie has a lot going on, so Mm -hmm. we decided to go with the typical conventional Google synopsis, Mm -hmm. which says, two siblings running a horse ranch in California discover something wonderful and sinister in the skies above, while the owner of an adjacent theme park tries to profit from the mysterious otherworldly phenomena. First thing is, we were trying to think, so what is Stephen Stephen Yoon? Stephen Yoon. Jupe. Name. <laughs> Why? Why the fuck is it Jupe? How dare you gotta look it up right now. Look up his name right now. There's nothing under... It's it, In the cast, it says Daniel Kaluuya, OJ, Kiki Palmer, Emerald. Emerald. And then it says Stephen Yoon. And I feel like, I right, but see, this is the racism that they were pointing at in the movie. Like, what? like where is his character? Like, mm-hmm. that's weird. I don't know if that's a glitch, but it's yeah. just something I had to address. Because why are we sitting here for five minutes trying to figure out that his name was Jupe? Anyway. That's so strange. Like That, that set the tone for the rest of today. Oh, no, absolutely. what the hell? Because we could not find his name for, like, the life of us anywhere. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it just goes to show... Stop. Don't be racist. Exactly. Angel. Oh, my God. That's his name, too. Yeah. Daniel. I forgot. Uh, we Brandon forgot. Ba- Brandon Perea. Very, very he fine cute. man. Yeah, very cute. cute. And he was a himbo in this movie. And yeah. you know me and himbos? We like this. Yeah. For y'all for y'all listening, I'm, I'm making the little cross fingers. We are like this. Yeah. I love him very much. And he was a wonderful addition to the cast, and he yes. really balanced out Daniel and Kiki's comedy, yeah. I think, very, very well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, on to the actual movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the synopsis of the film, it really just... It's a, it's, it's a blanket. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It really yep. covers... Because I remember... So it opens with the... First off, the, the credits... Mm-hmm. are the inside of the alien. Mm-hmm. But you don't know that yet. Right. All, them, all them folds in the box. I was mm-hmm. like, Jordan, what the fuck? Yeah, what are we doing here? You know, but I think he does that in us also. Like, yeah. mad fucking bunnies. I'm like, what the fuck mad is bunnies. going on? Yeah. And it's supposed to be like, oh yeah. Yes. They're in the tunnels, but also supposed to represent how like, cloning, they be, bunnies yeah. be fucking. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they be so. multiplying, so. Yeah, and then, yeah. But, so. I think that also goes along with, like, the idea of, like, the abstract and mm-hmm. putting that into, like, films mm-hmm. and we're working that into films. Um, and we have, like, a lot of, we have certainly a lot of abstract ideas in this film. And one of the yeah. most common ways you can make a film sort of abstract or more art house, I guess I should say, is by throwing in a monkey. No, like you'd be surprised. Okay. You'd be surprised. You you can be watching the most like serious. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's a th- no. You can laugh because it's supposed to be absurd. Like the theme of absurdity is something that is just like taken with and ran with in like all of these like sort of fancy upscale like artsy films. You know, they take absurd things and they put it into their films, mm-hmm. and like they. 
they play on comedy in like such a weird way in like a satirical way because it's like you have to take it serious because it's part of the theme and like there's metaphors but also it's absurd because why the fuck is a monkey in it because like, why is a monkey in it that's so, how it felt in the beginning i was like what exactly, am i watching bro? exactly what is so, going on and it's the same thing that jordan does with the usage of like of of animals throughout all of his oh, projects yeah. like even even in in get out you know we had what was it the, the deer, the deer? Yeah, even though that was taken much more seriously and, you know, taken much more metaphorically, mm-hmm. I feel like as he develops, you know, his his movies, he leans more into the abstract and more, like, artsy with the usage of the animals. It's not exactly. just metaphorical, but it's just, like, I'm going to put a bunny in it. And you know what? Y'all going to fuck with it. Yeah, and it, it comes from <laughs> being able to put, like, it's a gift to... Or a blessing, I should say, to be able to have such control over what the fuck is being put out. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about this within the Heights, too, mm-hmm. about how, like, wanting to make money and, like, mm-hmm. the production process, yes. all that shit really fucks with what the original vision is. Yes. So, yes. I think it's really cool that you were able to make a movie where people were like, why? Yes. Why? Yes. Like, Does the alien look like a pussy? Why? Boom! Why? Why, on the house? why? Why do it? Why do it look like like a camera flash when it opens up? Exactly. When you when you see its little it looks like, its little alien. Oh my god! <laughs> Did you ever play Octo Dad? Why? What is, what the fuck a, is no, that? Stop! Stop! Stop it! What Octo the fuck Dad, is that? Octo Dad was like you had to operate all eight of its legs for it to move, and then oh. I guess nobody knew it was an octopus. So you can't act too octopusy. <laughs> The point is, is that it just looks like it because, like, it just had like a lot of like. <laughs> I'm, I'm like waving my arms like right, one, just like a like squid would, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like it, like that's what it looked like when and it expanded. Yeah, it exactly. Oh Which was crazy. Like, why do you look crazy? Like that? <laughs> but yeah, like, um, yeah. I think that yeah, that's it's just why. Jordan's able to make such cool shit, though. Yeah, like, he has so much... Charge. Yes, directorial mm-hmm. control. And that's also, like, a common theme in... I'm going to be using this term. It's, like, it's called art house. And basically, that's kind of what the film classifies as, if you were to look at it, like, technically. But it also carries a lot of traits that commercial films in America do. Like, in commercial films, a lot of producers in Hollywood carry a lot of the control and a lot of the weight but because jordan has proven you know basically to hollywood that he has a certain vision and when he carries it out he gets people seated in the theaters yeah they trust him to be able to fill out that vision Mm -hmm. you know but um yeah (laughs) (laughs) every single second yeah one thing about this chair is gonna squeak y'all will hear it Mm -hmm. (laughs) we are in the stoop um (laughs) but right yeah so that's just a little bit on um yeah jordan as a director Mm -hmm. and you know what he brings to horror movies with get out we had a certain standard that was set yeah that we we got to see play out you know something new something fresh that definitely woke the girls up yeah and then with us he brought us something completely different yeah and yeah he just keeps setting the bar higher and higher for himself mm-hmm. um, in a lot of different ways and interacting with his films in a lot of cool different ways that mm-hmm. feel very distinctly him. I think I also like the fact that I've been thinking about this for a while, but I feel like the Soul movies are to white people what Ooh. police brutality is to black people. Ooh. Because it reminds us of the fragility of our bodies, right? Mm. And I think it's interesting because Jordan Peele's shit don't even be that violent. Like, his stuff isn't that crazy. Mm-hmm. When the monkey's getting, like, eating the person, we hear the sounds, and that's, like, the most we get. And then, like, yeah. the monkey's bleeding, and then he comes out. Mm-hmm. And then, like, maybe the visual of, like, the girl's face mm-hmm. um, in, the, in the show. And, like, a cu- cuts and bruises here and there when the people get sucked up into the alien. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. There is not that much. Like, the fear doesn't come from that. It comes from other things. It comes mm-hmm. from, like, the fact that, like, oh, this this uh, beast or whatever it is, mm-hmm. because they treat it like an animal, yeah. is so good at hiding. It comes from the unpredictability mm-hmm. of the situation. And I think unpredictability is what, like, he hinges on in all mm-hmm. of his movies. Yeah. Right? Like, white people need outside forces and shit that, like, I don't want to say it doesn't exist, but it's just mm-hmm. more of, like, 
bro like the possibility yeah of something. whereas like yeah. The possibility of the outsider. That, on top of that, Saul yeah. targeted people that were looking kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. With police brutality, you don't gotta be shitty mm-hmm. to have that fear. Mm-hmm. So I feel like like it takes white people a machine that can crack your jaw in half. Mm-hmm. And for me, it takes a cop swinging a baton on four of them. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To be reminded of the exact same thing. Yeah. So I think it's really cool because it's like um, we always talk about how like no, I don't want to see the um, black people suffer. Mm-hmm. Um, that our bodies suffer physical trauma all mm-hmm. the fucking time. Like yeah. in slave movies, it happens so often. Mm-hmm. Um, like in Twelve Years a Slave, yo, Solomon's hanging for like a good like forty five seconds, mm-hmm. hanging, hanging, mm-hmm. writhing for what? You yeah. know what Whereas, does that add to the story? Exactly, yeah. and then the fact that Jordan's able to make compelling, compelling horror movies mm-hmm. again and again. And there, there's no gratuitous violence. There's no gratuitous, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Unless it's like, you know, it, like actually plays into the plot. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why this person's being like attacked. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah. Even in Get Out, like, we the, we literally know that like their skulls get opened up yeah. and then put, but we don't have to see that mm-hmm. to still be scared. And that's what mm-hmm. he understands. It's an effective form of storytelling. Exactly. It is. Like, you don't need to be doing all that, mm-hmm. which is cool. Because mm-hmm. it's like, bitch, I was scared. Yeah. I was in that theater freaking out. Yeah. Bitch. And it's it's crazy because good filmmaking is also, like, in the little details. Yeah. And this is filled with that. So mm-hmm. it's the fact that it's just, like, it's those intentional choices, you know. They say so much and they contribute to the overall, like, mm-hmm. overarching theme Instead of the movie. Instead of playing on cheap things like, yeah. scare, like jump scares or, like, yeah. extra blood. Like, nah. Yes, and he teases that. He like, does. He plays on that, and he plays on certain conventions that he knows that we have because we've watched his previous works, mm-hmm. and that he knows we have because we're horror movie watchers, mm-hmm. you know? Or even for people who aren't horror movie watchers, there's still something for you in this film because you want to figure out what's the unknown so bad mm-hmm. as much as everyone else does. Because everybody's lost. We don't know what the fuck this alien is. And everybody knows that Jordan Peele got social commentary. So I yes. guess after the film, everybody's trying to figure out, okay, what's he trying to say? What's yeah. he trying to say? What, is this what does this third? mean? What yeah. is, there's got to be something else, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like trying to peel back the layers of the onion. Mm-hmm. And I think that's definitely how like I felt when I exited the theater. I was yeah. like, now, wait a minute. I think X. Do others think X? Mm-hmm. Let me read some articles. Mm-hmm. Let me ask my friends. Yeah, yeah, you know? definitely. And so I think that that's, that's definitely his stamp and what he brings in terms of culture into horror movies. Mm-hmm. He really focuses on the intricate little details. You know, he... In, in us, it was really the mark of, like, music and using mm-hmm. that in order to build up tense moments in Get Out, it was, you know, the usage of the body mm-hmm. and the black body in particular and highlighting it and really bringing it into a forefront. And then now with this movie, the idea of the unknown or the outsider yeah. and capitalizing on that and really investigating, you know, traumatic events in mm-hmm. our lives and how that shapes us and mm-hmm. all different types of things, all different types of themes um, that are really kind of hard to reconcile with. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah. And with that... Let's get into specific yep. parts of the movie. Yep. Which is what I'm super excited about. So, now we're going to talk a little bit about how we engage with the film. You mm-hmm. know, was it too abstract? Um, did people have certain expectations that led them to be either a little bit disappointed with the outcome mm-hmm. or what happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. I think people did. I feel like I did when mm-hmm. it came to, like... First of all, first of all, the the um, what's it called? The ads for the movie at mm, first, mm-hmm. I was like, it's crazy. Yeah. I, I think it really played off of Peel's note of fucking variety mm-hmm. because if somebody else, I think, and it's funny because people do this now. Mm-hmm. Now that they see Nope, there's this new this movie came, coming out called Fall. I hate the new, the city. <laughs> Shut up. What was this man driving? Herbie. If y'all haven't seen that Lindsay Lohan oh movie where she's driving a car with the eyeballs. I am <laughs> so sorry for the noise, y'all. That's that's New York for you. That's the <laughs> men that refused to go to therapy for you. Boom. Exactly. I, all that money you should have invested in talking to your feeling with, with uh, what's her name? Uh, 
Vanessa? <laughs> you took that shit to the road and you took it personal. You like, I'm telling you, I say that every single time. Every single time someone speeds a little bit too fast on me in a car, I say, <laughs> go to therapy. Yeah. Go to therapy. Because clearly you got something you ain't worked out. Right. What was the purpose of doing that? Anyways. But anyways, yeah, the alien. <laughs> the alien. So, I feel like when I walked in... Oh, no, I wasn't talking about the alien. I was talking about something else. Where his notoriety. Yes, um, Jordy Peele's notoriety. Like, there's this movie coming out called Fall, and, like, the ads are really good. Mm-hmm. But all it was, like, when I first saw it, was these girls are on, like, um, a pole, mm-hmm. and she's, like, about to fall. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, 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 no. And it's, like, obviously, like, the building, like, the crescendo music, mm-hmm. and she's, like, holding on, and she lets go, mm-hmm. right? And that's it. That's the trailer. Fall and fears, da, da, da. But that was really similar mm-hmm. to Nope, right? Mm-hmm. The car going up, Kiki screaming, yep. boom, Nope. That's it. Mm-hmm. You don't even know. You don't know what's being dragged up. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the shit is about. They had a whole interview with people trying to dissect that the the ads, mm-hmm. trying to come up with a with an idea, coming up with whole Reddit that threads, was, right, Twitter threads over right. what the fuck it was gonna go on in this movie. That was literally the point. And that so, we're all wrong. And right, and, <laughs> and it was funny because it's funny that we talk about expectations because that's mm-hmm. literally what he's playing off of. Yeah. What do you think you know about me? Mm. And this is not what bad. you think you know about me from my previous projects and from other horror films. Like, exactly. You don't know anything. Exactly. What do you think I'm playing at? What do you yeah. think I'm gonna include? Yeah. Because. I didn't know it was an alien film till way later. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't until maybe, like, a month or so before that they extended the ad. Yeah. And then now I'm like, okay, there's something getting sucked into something. This yeah. It's like a little, like, saucer thing. Yeah, we all assumed yeah. alien from the saucer thing. Yeah. Later. Know? Not even... Because I... Yeah. I couldn't tell. Yeah. I was like, this should have Just, why are they looking like, at the sky? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I was... Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That, and then... It just goes to show, like, other directors really could not do that shit. Yeah. You, so you got to be really yeah. strategic about it. And you have to have, like, your stamp. Like, yeah. you have to have something. Like, marketers have to know that you're going to fill in those theater mm-hmm. seats. Because that's already difficult enough as mm-hmm. it is. You know? So, and there's also the fact that I feel like trailers nowadays, they be giving way too much. Way too much. You are telling me the entire film. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Please don't do that. Like, keep it short and sweet, and that's what he did. Like, he kept it concise when it comes to the film, very intentional. That whole monkey shit, making. how the fuck he was about to know about that? You didn't. You didn't. didn't. You didn't. And it's the first scene, I'm sitting here, I'm yeah. like, and this is sitting... the alien? Right? Yeah. You know? But you know it'll make sense, and you know it'll mm-hmm. come full circle because it's Jordan Peele. Like, it's... And your brain's already, like, yeah. the cogs It's already. Turning. It's already looking for the details within the scenes, like, when exactly. you watch the movie play out. You're that's waiting. How he does it. Yes. Cool. You're, it's a waiting game. It's a mm-hmm. matter of... You know, and that's and that's what marks attention. and paying attention. And that's what marks good storytelling too. That's what mm-hmm. marks engaging storytelling. Like when you're Hitchcock, when you are able, exactly. You have to pay attention. You have to mm-hmm. look at those little details, and you know, really find a way to pull everything together. Yeah, you know, from those details, mm-hmm. and from that time, like the they took their time cr- creating and crafting the story from the little things. Yeah. So you have to equally take your time paying attention. Mm-hmm. It's Trying very much. Everything reciprocity like i love it i love it i love it i love it hey <laughs> that's how i felt with the alien when they when he was in the stable that little owl thing that came out in the beginning like the kids the kids the kids yes the oh my I thought, god I, I thought that was gonna be because i came in i thought yes. okay aliens is probably gonna be yes. what we think of as aliens mm-hmm. so like and that was in the beginning. Morph people, yeah. yeah. That was in like nope. the first 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Nope. Nope. Exactly. <laughs> nope. That's just not what this is. Jordan Peele, I swear, it was like Jordan Peele himself like just winked and like nudged uh, all mm-hmm. of us basically and was like, oh, you thought you knew what this was because of us? You know, you thought you heard the ding, 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 ding. Yeah. And then people would be moving all weird like, no, baby, nope. this is not what this is. This is nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. This nope. is nope. <laughs> this is different exactly I'm bringing you something different and you better pay the fuck attention cause you don't know what's going on so just trust me exactly <laughs> and I like that they touch on completely different things mm-hmm. but also all having in one way or another to do with like race uh-huh. cause like the first one is like you know how white people be wanting to be female mm-hmm. right see black um, culture is like trendy and then mm-hmm. like you know everybody wanna be black so it's time to be black that mm-hmm. kind of phrase and mm-hmm. then you know with us like being like Americans and like consumerism and mm-hmm. like going up the social ladder, but like just kidding, it's a down escalator, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. um, 
And then, what's it called, with this, it definitely touches on, like, the entertainment industry. Oh, yeah, it definitely touches on the entertainment industry and how difficult it is to, like, I guess, preserve your, like, personhood in the entertainment industry. Like, I'm not a prop. And neither is the monkey. Yes. Also, also, like, think about it. Think about it. Using animals on shows, I think that's crazy. Using a wild animal on a show as, like, part of the fucking family. Like, that's not sick. I need everybody Mm -hmm. to reflect for one second. Mm -hmm. If I saw a real-life monkey every single day on set, Mm -hmm. are you kidding? Right. This, what? Like, Mm -hmm. and there was a, there was a time, um, a news article where, like, some girl had, like, a wild monkey. Mm Mm-hmm. Quote, and air quotes domesticated that bitch and it clawed the fuck out of her because when it was grown up it was, it got violent mm-hmm. and aggressive and then it literally it beat the shit out of her right. and she died i mean so, it's a monkey yeah because what because the, it, it like speaks to entitlement why mm-hmm. the fuck do you feel the need mm-hmm. you can and exploit it it's, it's exactly that's a matter of fact is that exactly. you exploit the monkey and you exploit the body and mm-hmm. what's crazy is that in the fake sitcom, you know, that they mm-hmm. had Steven Yoon's character be a part of as a child, mm-hmm. he was the one that interacted the most with the monkey. Yeah. The person of color it, within mm-hmm. the cast, within the cast of the white family, interacted most with the monkey. Mm-hmm. And you can tell kind of what it is already. It's like, you know, for shits and giggles, basically. Literally. Like, it's, it's oh, like these two people, or not even people, this person and a monkey interacting that's supposed to be funny adopted like steven was adopted boom. That's his character yes and jupe then, was adopted yeah jupe was adopted and then the monkey also technically mm-hmm. was in air quotes adopted yeah and so know? that's where like the comedy was it was like mm-hmm. oh a little haha little subtle racism in there literally like right? and let's all laugh at it because that's that's so american right so um yeah mm-hmm. so and so in both ways they were exploited because child actors that's another one. See? They are exploited to fucking orbit. And yeah. so, of course, Steven Yoon's character, you know, he had went through trauma, you know, just beyond the basis of, like, the monkey, of course. But it's crazy. But he capitalized off of it. Exactly. In the same say. way, mm-hmm. he capitalized off of the uh, off of the alien. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so that was the whole purpose of the monkey and that storyline. A lot of people were confused about that aspect mm-hmm. and why it kept coming throughout the movie trauma comes at you what, <laughs> trauma comes at you quick quick trauma comes at comes at you quick and you don't know which moments it comes at you and mm-hmm. with steven yoon's character like there were certain moments you know you could see the camera pan to him and focus on him and he would think back to his childhood for like a quick second yeah and we would cut to that scene and then boom it's over and you don't know what's going on until a certain point mm-hmm. you know and sometimes and some people didn't get it some people didn't mm-hmm. get it throughout the film and that definitely affected the reception of it but it definitely, you cannot say it didn't play a part. Yeah. And that's another thing, too. I feel like it's um, cyclical because it's, like, the same way that you can't try and harness a fucking wild animal mm-hmm. and then be like, yes, this is going to be a perfect prop for my show. Mm-hmm. It's the same way you can't come and har- try to harness an alien or whatever the hell that was, the creature, and be like, oh, yeah, this is a perfect prop for my show. Mm-hmm. But also... How fucked up is our industry, like the entertainment industry, that I have to keep a back room of all my trauma gems, boom, and then charge extra for people to see it? Like that's and crazy. There it is, and it's it's the idea of profiting off trauma is also mm-hmm. another layer of this story. Like Stephen Yoon's character, Jupe, like it. I think it goes to show that you know you can either be consumed by your trauma, mm-hmm. which he literally was. He mm-hmm. was consumed by his trauma, or you know, you can find other avenues to work through it, which I think Emerald and, and OJ kind of, yeah. you know, they, they struck a balance with that. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it is like, you know, like Emerald kind of stands, she stands within that realm where it's like, it is a combination of like luck mm-hmm. and hard work, you know? Mm-hmm. OJ symbolizes like a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. And so that's what they sort of had to reconcile with at the end. Mm-hmm. And they both survived at the end. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I think there there's so many moving parts to this film, but I think that was one of the most important parts. Like you could be consumed by your trauma in the same way 
that he was. And that's the thing. Yeah. But Kiki was also, well, Emerald was also, like, consumed with, like, the Oprah shot. Mm-hmm. And you're going to say, that with whole fame. movie Jason is fame. Yeah. Like, what she's going through is traumatic. Mm-hmm. And the fact that literally, like, um, like, it ties into exploiting trauma. I hate the wrong. Y'all not allowed to say that. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Girl, I hope it don't, ooh, I hope it don't come out. Anyways. Anyway. But, yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's like the concept of like, okay, I'm putting my life in the house mm-hmm. in danger because it like bled all over the house and stuck shit through the ceiling. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I'm still trying to get the shot though. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to do that. Yeah. You know, I'm going to work like, with somebody, this white man who's very much shady, mm. uh, who's denied me multiple times. <laughs> as my, Like me as a person has denied me multiple times. Okay? Yeah. You know what I mean? So teaming up with the same industry that denied you. Mm-hmm. You know, that all sucks and it hurts. Yeah. You know, all for the shot. Yeah. Like the perfect shot. Yeah. And also the idea of the perfect shot, how that plays into the film and, you know, really capturing something real, mm-hmm. something traumatic. Like, I'm telling, I'm telling, trauma just comes mm-hmm. and plays throughout this whole entire really film. People die for that. Remember the motorcycle People guy? People die for it. The TMZ guy. TMZ. Like, mm-hmm. the TMZ paparazzi guy. So they did, Jordan, Jordan, I mean, like, he was calling it like it was. Yeah. Because they, be, they really do be acting a fool yes. for this money shot. This non-existent money shot. You are not going to make all the money in the world off of one shot. Especially like, in this digital age where everything can be edited. Everything is hyper-visible. Yeah. You're not going to get that shot. I really promise people, you. You're going to show some the, the, you know, the media that, and then we're going to be like, bro, yeah. which version of Adobe did you use to create this? There's not a corner of this <laughs> where earth. Where in Adobe Cloud did like, you click to make this? But yeah. Right. So yeah. Um, the, <laughs> the, um, the fucking alien. Did you, I mean, did you come in with expectations about anything? I, honestly, I really, I went into this movie blind. You know, I watched the trailer and I was like, all right, well, we, we're going to see this bitch. It's yeah. Jordan Peele. I'm going <laughs> to, yeah. I'm going to see what the fuck is going on. I didn't, what it is. I didn't come with any specific expectations like, oh, aliens, this, that, and the third. But, um, yeah, I came into this movie like very open-minded and like of course like some way through the movie i made like assumptions yeah um we're human that's what we do Mm -hmm. but i loved how the story panned out and i loved you know that every second felt useful yeah you know it all it all came together very well and i know you know it seems ridiculous you know with the monkey with everything but it all literally was useful and it helped like provide context to the story and really made a full story you know the movie good when i'm holding my pm for the whole movie. right I'm like, like i do not want to get up i don't want to miss yeah a thing. i don't want to miss anything Mm-mm. i don't want to miss anything because it really has to do with this whole journey that these characters are going through and you know i, I want to know what the fuck makes this alien tick exactly alien and, work and them too you know like mm-hmm. we're figuring it out with them yes and that's what's cool mm-hmm. but yeah no it looked that camera, uh, no, the alien reminded me of a camera, mm-hmm. a folding camera, the ones that are, like, accordion. Yeah. Because it, like, opened so weird, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it felt like a, like a, like a Russian doll with, like, mm-hmm. a sheet, so, like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And immediately, in my head, I'm sitting in the theater, I'm like, what the fuck? Right. How do you come up with this shit? How do you come up with, like, your mind is so big, you are so creative, like... Mm-hmm. Like, what is the inspiration? What, the fuck? What, the, what was the thought process? What was the thought process right. behind what that? What conversation did you have and you said, oh, shit? Yeah, and not only that, but it's just, like, when it when the alien sort of unfolded, it was, like, it, was, it reminded me of, like, the flash of a camera. And yes. even the sound it made, it was, yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. like, yeah. and so... And it's funny, because, yeah. like, it, it works, too, in the same way, because it's like, you can't look in the camera. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't look at the aliens, so you can't look in the camera. Yeah. Yes, that's so true. Or else you'll be blinded, mm-hmm. and then in the case of the alien, you'll be consumed. Exactly. And, yeah, that was so cool. All of these moving parts, like, it's just, it's very, it, it's what makes Jordan feel, you know, to, mm-hmm. to reiterate the fact. Um, but, yeah, it was just, this was just such a cool like movie watching experience i was yeah. very engaged throughout the whole film i wanted to see what was going on i loved how he broke the film up into parts mm-hmm. like he basically didn't tell the story through the horses but like i i just love in movies when there's like a part one part two part three mm-hmm. and they have like the sort of not intermission but like they show like a blank background and they mm-hmm. have like the words mm-hmm. sort of breaking things into chapters yeah. so i love that we get to see that through the horses mm-hmm. you know because oj knows 
what's going on and is connected to the world that he's in through the horses. So we're connected through the story, through the horses, and through OJ in turn. So I love that we get to see it that way because it's like it's when the animals are gone, when the livelihood is disappearing, that is when we see that there's a problem. Exactly. You know, and that's when OJ sees that there's a problem too because livelihood is li- yeah. literally disappearing, is literally yeah. being consumed mm-hmm. by an outsider. Exactly. Mm, mm. Metaphor after metaphor. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. yeah, I one of the biggest things that I think is adds to the horror aspect though, like talking about like I guess technique mm-hmm. is oh my god the the scenes like the wide open spaces the use of like we are in a flat land and bitch you're gonna see it like mm-hmm. when he's on the horse and like running and stuff like that and it's just like I think being so far away and seeing the horses run mm-hmm. kind of made it even scarier because you're like you know when you zoom out okay when you're walking and you use like Apple Maps or something, mm-hmm. and you're and you're zooming in real close. It looks like you're walking a large distance because you're zoomed in. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you zoom out, you realize like I haven't walked like anything. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, the distance between A and B is not that far. It mm-hmm. just looks far because one, I'm doing the walking, and yeah. two, it's really zoomed in. Mm-hmm. Seeing the camera from all the way up really felt like you're not going anywhere yeah. bro there's no way that this mm-hmm. alien is not gonna catch up to you mm-hmm. you haven't even made it past the other side of the screen yeah but it's because like the horse is like a little like dot yeah dare i say the like size of an eraser literally <laughs> like it's literally like moving so yeah. slow yeah and you're like wait wait wait, and it kind of like fucks with your perception of like speed mm-hmm. too because i'm like okay i know this horse is fast mm-hmm so how fast is that alien? How fast is that alien, yeah. You know what and I mean? And OJ is thinking the exact same, same way. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's like in respect of his livelihood, in respect mm-hmm. of the animals themselves that he's literally like raising and spending time with, mm-hmm. you know, in, to, to put in the work in the entertainment industry, he respects that, you know? And there's, it's obvious that the industry, you know, especially that's reiterated in the beginning, doesn't respect that, mm-hmm. you know? Like you were talking about before, like when they were on that set and they would not make that horse comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, against Otis's advice, they had to switch that horse out because mm-hmm. they didn't follow through with what he said. Yeah, instead of like, I don't know, listening? <laughs> yeah. Exactly, and that's the thing. Another thing too, and it's the same, it's really similar to yes how we use um people of color or how people of color are used in entertainment it's like or just in general like um using people of color as your entertainment where Mm -hmm. it's like you expect me to be what you view as entertainment Mm -hmm. and then nothing else Mm. so like the horse is not entertainment Mm -hmm. it is a fucking animal Mm -hmm. and then you get mad at the horse when it acts accordingly and the per like what like mm-hmm. literally acts accord i told you i told mm-hmm. you that it is the, of the nature of this animal that if you put the the mirror in it <clears throat> uh it's gonna act up which by the way same thing as the alien because mm-hmm. the horse can't see its own reflection because it's gonna want it's gonna want to buck yeah so the mirror in its face it, it saw its own reflection and bucked Mm, now mm-hmm. we have a problem. Yeah. So if you look up at the alien, same predatory styles. Mm-hmm. If you look at it, it's gonna want to buck. Mm-hmm. So literally, it's like you you don't expect um, people who are just I guess creatures mm-hmm. that are three dimensional. Mm-hmm. To be three dimensional, yeah, bitch. When I don't want to be, if I don't want to do something, I don't want to do it, mm-hmm. and I don't want to have to sacrifice opportunities mm-hmm. or exploit my trauma mm-hmm. or like have to have to sell like what uh, the third horse? Yeah, yeah. To have to get by just because you're not gonna listen. Yeah, you can't accommodate. Mm-hmm. You know. And it's the same thing that was being explored with Jupe and the monkeys, like, Mm -hmm. the storyline. It was supposed to parallel, you know? It's Mm -hmm. very intentional in its purpose there. And I also think what's noted, like, more interestingly is Emerald and Otis's, like, the family dynamic. Yeah. And their their history as well. Like, they were known to be the first people who captured um, a moving horse, like, a Mm -hmm. man on a moving Mm -hmm. horse. And of course, it was a black man mm-hmm. who was the first and of to accomplish this. No idea who the jockey is, right? Mm-hmm. And like you know, like there's there, that's the record of it that they have. And, and I true. love that like, actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love that in the end they paralleled that to Emerald 
finally capturing mm-hmm. like this creature in 4K mm-hmm. through this like through this device mm-hmm. that you know through this little trauma land yeah. that was created by Jupe, by Stephen mm-hmm. Yoon's character. And the cool thing, too, is, like, so we talked about earlier how, like, oh, you're not going to get your shot because, you know, you mm-hmm. have, like, a very, like, um, what's it called? Um, like, modern mm-hmm. camera. Yeah. Um, so it's like, okay, like, you edited it, whatever. Mm-hmm. You, well, she got the real shot. She mm-hmm. got the real Oprah yep. shot. Because how are you going to sit here and tell me that I edited something on, like, a camera that's, like, what, 200 years old? Yeah. Like, that's literally one of the, like, yeah. originals. It's just undisputable, like, evidence, Fact, basically. Right. And, and so, so she gets to have that credit. Yep. Even though the second, because mind you, the, the, the accident was already there. So there was already people patrolling the area. Mm-hmm. They're there yeah. when she gets there. Yeah. So the cameras, the mm-hmm. the mics, all that shit, the people is on the scene almost like immediately. Mm-hmm. But I like I feel like people could interpret that as like, oh, she didn't get her shot. But no, she did. Because I'm recording you with modern shit. And yeah. I got it. I got the first indisputable mm-hmm. piece of evidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that was that was exactly. Me. But yeah, Emerald, the the woman that you are, Kiki Palmer, the mm-hmm. actress that you are, what yeah. an excellent job! Like, yeah. wh- like such a good movie. Give mm-hmm. her her tens, like because that was the performance of a lifetime. The motorcycle was crazy. The Akira mm. shot. Ooh. Then the. Oh like, my how god! Turn it like that, bro. Ooh, cinematography. The mm-hmm. cinematography of this movie. Period. It was just beautifully shot. Like, mm-hmm. really well shot film. I couldn't take my eyes off the screen because it was just. It was just very well shot, and it was, like you said, it was a lot of open, like, landscape spaces. You were aware of the area that you were in, because Mm -hmm. that definitely made up the story. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it was a set, whether it was a, you know, large open landscape space, Mm -hmm. whether it was, damn, Best Buy, wherever the fuck Mm -hmm. they were at, like, it was, (laughs) it was everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, really intentional shots as well, especially within the monster, you know, which was basically a camera. Yeah, it felt like the it. monster was the camera. Hmm. It felt like it. Jordan, more and more metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> we see you, brother. That cam- that that uh, alien felt so vaginal to me. Mm. I don't know because I feel like first off, you mm. bleed all in my house. Boom. Take some iron pills. Like, like that's the first. You got thing. Kiki. You got um, Brandon. You got. Daniel, exactly. we, we just going to use the actor's names. We, yeah, <laughs> you got them all terrified. Exactly. <laughs> like, and it, like, so you're acting up in this way. One, mm-hmm. two, you're like, so, okay, people push, like, vaginas are able to push it out. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm doing the reverse, almost like in Coraline, where mm-hmm. like, Coraline, I, I had this one professor, her name is Sarah. <laughs> Sarah, if you out there, love you. <laughs> <laughs> Monstrous feminine, great, great Glad class. you're here. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but, you with this. yeah. So with the with with guys too is yeah. another one like of just children getting sucked into different dimensions through a canal, a what? A vaginal canal. <laughs> Boom, two and two together. I don't want to hear it. And then so okay, the 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 thing sucks people in back up into the tube. Like that's <laughs> mad weird. Like I don't know. I just it just felt really like I don't know to me. Now everything me. that is tunnely is feels like the vaginal canal is somebody like giving birth somebody giving birth somewhere yeah yeah and yeah so either she was, like, oh, my she bad. was on her, her period or maybe that's just the way she just gets rid of waste with, with right who knows? and that's that's yeah. the thing it's like that's but thank you and mm-hmm. see that's another point you destroyed the after the event mm-hmm. you he because like the thing sucked up everything mm-hmm and there were things from the event, mm-hmm. extra stuff that was not bodies, mm-hmm. that was thrown on top of the house. Mm-hmm. Excreting waste, what is that? Mm-hmm. Guys and gals and they down. <laughs> a fucking menstrual cycle. Boom. You're welcome. Boom. Yeah, I rest we, my case. We connected the dots. <laughs> we see you, Jordan Peele. But, <laughs> we one see. other thing that I wanted to mention. I like how Jordan Peele really put like black culture in this shit in the sense yep. that this is, Jordan Peele shows how we act, if that makes sense. I will never in my entire life forget when OJ in the car, he look up at the thing, he go, nope. <laughs> nope. Closes the door, no. lines in the car. Because no. Absolutely. Like, I'm good. I'm no. okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm staying right here. I'm so good off of that. Right. I'm so good. Or like so okay. making um, 
like popular songs into horror movie songs. Mm. Like I got five on it. Yep. That's for a us. famous last song. And then now mm-hmm. it's like I can't listen to it without getting like chills. Yeah, without going I uh, got five on it. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> like that yep. shit is crazy. Like that's yep. crazy. That's crazy. You know, and that's that's what makes like his like directorial eyes so unique. Yes. Because who the fuck else? And also the fact that Kiki had a natural hair. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that Kiki was gay as hell. As we love oh, it. So we love it. We love you, Emerald, like lesbian mm-hmm. icon. And it's just like it it wasn't even such a large part of her personality either. She like was. you it wasn't tokenism. Like exactly. It, she was she just, she was. just was. Like isn't ain't that amazing? Isn't that ain't that amazing Netflix? Ain't that amazing streaming services? Yeah, we just <coughs> we just have characters that exist as they are, exactly. like, and we don't have to use them to get brownie points. This exactly, and the third, like, or have them make stupid little cliches <laughs> or whatever. No, I just am. We're playing to stereotypes. We just, we just yeah. are. Like, come on. That's it. And That's so it. yeah, I just yeah, I I loved her character. Mm-hmm. Um, going a little bit into opinions now, I really feel like. Her performance was just great, and of course Daniel Kaluuya as O as He's, OJ as an as a lead. He always he will always come prepared, mm-hmm. um, to execute the assignment yes. the best he can, yes. and of course he did so in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, very good, very very good. Brandon Perea, I am ready to see you in every single other film imaginable, um, because you're He's beautiful. So um, it's I'm free on Thursday night next Sorry, Thursday I'm not, night. I'm not doing it if you're long. free, like. You know Please saying? hit a girl up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like spit on a cyclone, mama. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Because, oh my goodness, Angel was just such a good man. Like, because so he just, he said, hmm, something is actually wrong here. And he stu- I like he stuck it out. He like, did. he really stuck it out. He did. Till the end, he was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I I lost my girl. I'm bitchless. I'm about to. <laughs> I'm, I am bitchless. So there is nothing to lose. And that was very much that was very much Angel's energy throughout the movie. He said, I'm yeah. bitchless. I got nothing to lose. Let's might as well. Might as well find an alien. Like, because girl, what else the fuck do I got going on? Literally. I'm bitchless. Like <laughs> and another but title. I saw Kiki, isn't he? Isn't she? Like Kiki is she kind of bitchless. She, she was like, OJ was like, what the, what the fuck you doing out here? She was like, she was like, oh, you know, a little something ain't working out, whatever. I think that's what he said. Like she had something. Yeah, going on, like in out. the beginning, yeah. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> That's what people... Everybody in this movie just bitches. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, And then the white guy. Oh, my God. I feel like he's so also, like, pretentious. Yes. Like, the way he would talk, like, that slow, drawn stuff. Yeah. Like, wait, you know, pausing every two seconds. This yeah. This is not Obama. The, Shut up. The cinematographer, like, the guy yeah. who would always come mm-hmm. through with the camera. Girl, we yeah. don't know his name. We don't, I don't, yeah, we don't, we don't know his name. We don't, I'm okay. not going to go the extra mile with him either. <laughs> no, because he died. he is. He, yeah. yeah, and he died... You know, useless. So, exactly. So, cause what are you like? Are you kidding? And it's the fact that you took the footage with you, you fucking yeah, you're bitch. so stupid. Like you knew you would go down doing it as well. Exactly. And like, oh god, I don't, I don't know how else to describe it besides white people shit. And I know Jordan no, probably yeah. described it as oh, yeah, white people shit. shit. Like he wrote that in the script. I feel like that if we were to see the st- the script for Nope, he On would just be like, and ask some white people, and shit. ask some white people shit, and keep rolling. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he kept rolling the fake ass camera and got sucked into the sky and that's on white people shit. That was exactly. literally the script. He told me himself. Like <laughs> dead ass. Literally. So um, very embarrassing. Yeah. And I'm not trying to end <laughs> on that note. I'm not trying to oh, end no. this. Not on the white man. I'm not trying to end this on Let's this see. white man. Steven Yule's performance is so adorable. Yes. I feel like I he he kind of carried like not a significant amount of weight I would say but just like he did what he had to do mm-hmm. you know in terms of delivering someone who's carrying trauma like yeah. presently you know and someone who lived yeah. like it, it, and I think so you mentioned how like okay like you could get consumed by trauma mm-hmm. and then also consumed by like the desire of getting a shot yeah and so I'm wondering if of getting the money shot yeah. that's like what this is supposed to represent, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, the horror in Jordan Peele's movies always represents something. So maybe, like, yeah, okay. something innately human, yeah. which is the scary part. Right. Yeah. So, and, yeah, so maybe, like, this alien is, like, the represent, like, the 
physical manifestation of like your trauma. Mm. Maybe. Perhaps. I'm not sure. Perhaps. Right now, I'm I'm also really looking at looking at it like a camera because ever since you oh, told yeah. me like it's it's basically it looks like a folding mm-hmm. camera. Like if you look up an image of a folding camera, it really do look like mm-hmm. this bitch. Yeah. And you know the inside of it is you know is definitely what we saw in the beginning of the film with the mm-hmm. inside of the alien or the mm-hmm. creature. And I really think I don't know it it could also represent hyper visibility in yeah. this age and how you know you can't hide. From sense. nothing, you can't hide from nobody, and that will consume you. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea that you can be caught at any given moment can consume you. Like, and, yeah. I, I keep thinking about it every, time, every single time I think about it as a camera, mm-hmm. and how you can't look at it in the, in the in face. The, in the eye, in yep. the eye. I think about how horses can't look at themselves mm-hmm. in the eye. Mm-hmm. because you'll get that same reaction. Yeah. So in, in the same things, way that humans will, that you can't mm-hmm. react to the flash. Like, exactly. You have to blink. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like... In, in Damn, humans, Jordan. Right. It activates like a self-preservation. Mm-hmm. Whereas like in mm-hmm. horses, it's like, no, I'm better than you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fight. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because that's what it is, right? Like, if it's But that's also self-preservation in a sense. It's yeah, also, yeah. it's also, I'm going to fight because I'm trying to survive. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and like mate and whatever, procreate. Whatever. Yeah. That's Live life. on my life as a horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. But yeah. Uh, now I'm comfortable ending it yeah, on this note. We're not ending it on a, on a, on a white man that proved to be useless in the end. Um, <laughs> we, yeah, I, I really liked this film. I really enjoyed this yeah, film. Cool. You know, I got it the first time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, it was fun. Nah, I also like the fact that, like, also, when have you, when was the last time you watched an alien movie? Right. Like a big one. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't think, I, I don't think I have, like, for a while. Probably not since watching the actual movie Aliens. Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I didn't want to say because I was like, is that too old? I was like, like wait, has yeah. there been something in between? Like 1980? Yeah, I don't know. Fucking Monsters vs. Zombies was the last... <laughs> like, yeah, that's not even... That's not even Aliens. Aliens vs. Zombies? Is, remember that? It was animated. What? Aliens vs. Zombies. No, I don't remember that. Oh my god. Okay, we will look it up after this. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all yeah, better look that up if y'all yeah. know it. It's, it's with, the, with the lady with the white hair in the same production as A Bug's Life. No, girl. But you were we'll, losing me. We'll talk about <laughs> she is losing me. We'll talk about this later. But yeah, like, I'm like, but, but critically acclaimed, though. Because I mean, yeah. this was, right? I mean, yeah. I'm Anything Jordan Peele do, like, yeah, it's going to be yeah. out there. And, and that it, should explode. It is going to receive mm-hmm. some type of acclaim. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's been a while. And, like, that's the thing with, like, black people and what we envision for, um, the future when we think about sci-fi when mm-hmm. we think about um horror like there are a lot of very real things about the black experience mm-hmm. that are horrifying mm. so i think it's cool to see something that ties something that isn't necessarily like specifically exactly on the nose black trauma mm. with something that's like at, at least the way we're interpreting yeah. it as like part of the human condition yeah and then also like we said not fucking like beating our bodies to death to yeah. like make the fucking point. Like, yeah, no. to execute that. Yeah. There are other ways of doing that. And Jordan exactly. Peele, he shows it. You know, he can exactly. manipulate the story to do just that. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's really only somebody that respects, mm. like respects us the black and body. The body. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. And there it is. All right. Well, we love y'all. Thank you for listening. Per, as per usual, follow us on all our platforms. Mm-hmm. Follow us at Ari and Zo on Instagram. I'm at Ari the God on Instagram. <laughs> oh my God, Ari dot the God on Instagram. So I'm Sawaya S O W E Y underscore. Um, yeah, but yeah. I mean, our both of our Instagrams are in the Ari and Zoe. Yes, Instagram. Instagram. So they'll be there. Yes, follow us on there. Also, follow me on Twitter, because I'd be, I be on there a lot, oh, instead yeah. of Instagram. What's so Twitter? At least underscore. Okay. That's it. Gotcha. All right, love y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Smooches. Bye.